Welcome to the Can of Spam Podcast, your weekly serving of nincompoopisms and absolute buffoonery. And don't forget the dad jokes and poop stories. Let's get it. <laughs> That's how I feel today. <laughs> That's, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm in like a pretty dang good mood. All right. Welcome in, co-host. I'm Kavika. I'm Mr. Nick. Nick. Um, how are you doing today, man? I'm feeling pretty good. I um, I don't know if anyone knows. You, you know this. I tore my ACL and had mm. surgery about three weeks ago. So I rehabbing it? Rehabbery. 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 That's yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> the time I gotta go to rehab, I said. <laughs> That's a song, right? No. Maybe not like that. <laughs> Rehab. Any song with rehab is not the rehab I'm talking about. So what are the what are some of the challenges of uh, hobbling around with one leg? I was. I mean, I don't always want to go right the pooping, you know, because <laughs> it's like it's too easy. But I would say that is one challenge taking a dump. Really? Um, yeah, because you you got to sit with your knee bent. Oh. oh. So I've been trying to put it out in front of me. Oh, because of your range of motion is limited. The range of motion is limited. So you got to just spike your leg out. That's exactly what I do. I have okay. a little stool. That I put it up on. <laughs> it sounds weird. It works though. There, I don't know. There, I get an image of a pirate when you when I say when I hear that for some reason. No, that's what Melissa says. I'm not. You know, well, you tore your ACL, so you know. But yeah. I've been like walking around like a peg leg because I don't want to bend mm. in. So every time she's like, "Stop walking like a pirate. Walk normal." So, but isn't it isn't it better to um, get your range of motion back though, even though it's sore? Oh yeah, but that's isn't exactly that what rehab is. That's exactly right. It's sore, so I don't want to do it. Hmm. Otherwise, I've been good. I ice it like a mother. Like, I ice it like crazy all day, every day. I got this machine. It's like a cooler. You fill with ice and water. It plugs in, and it comes out of a tube into a gel knee pad. So, you put the gel Ooh. knee pad on you. I wrap it with an ace bandage and plug it in, and it just will circulate the ice water. In Intravenous that. icing? Yes. Yes. Ooh, it's, that sounds so fancy. It's really nice, though. It'll last for, like, hours. You must be so rich. No, dude. Okay, this is kind of funny. So... Um, that doesn't I, mean you're rich. No, no, no. I knew the surgery was coming up. So I was on Facebook marketplace looking for a stationary bike. I come across this post and the lady has it. Um, knee recovery kit. Ah. So she was getting rid of a stationary bike and this ice cooler thing. And I really wanted one, but they're like pretty expensive, like two, 200 bucks or something for like that ice cooler. And, uh, so I show, she wanted $50. She's like, what? So I text her, show up to her house. And she's like, yeah, um, I had ACL surgery. Like, I'm doing a lot better. I just want to get rid of this stuff. It was gifted to me. I'm actually not even selling it for 50. I just don't want to deal with a bunch of flakes. So I didn't put free. And she just gave it all to me. Wow. Yeah. So I ended up having. You didn't tell me that. Yeah. Melissa um, Venmoed her anyway, because I was like, we got to give her something. Yeah. You know, so. But I'm super stoked. So I got a stationary bike. I got the ice cooler and I've been going to PT two times a week. That reminds me. I was on Facebook the other day and there is that free section. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah. They're, All like these military families moving away, so, like, giving away their furniture. Yeah. It's oh. actually really nice. It's better. It's not as, I feel like Craigslist is, is, the, Craigslist? is the Kmart of, um, uh, you know, like free stuff. On, you know, uh, Whatever. When people sell stuff. And then mean? Facebook Marketplace is like the target. You know, it just mm. seems higher quality of an individual than Craigslist. It's <laughs> nicer. I mean... Whatever our listeners, <laughs> listeners, we have the shop at Kmart. No offense to you, but Nick just called you trash. Yeah, I, hey, I shop. At, I don't mind. I mean, Kmart had Little Caesars. Oh, that's true. Yeah, pizza, so, pizza. Yeah, was, I'm not hating. I'm celebrating. You know, dude, Little Little Caesars just released their stuffed crust action. 
Oh, have you gosh. seen that? So, okay, can you answer this for me? I'm glad you mentioned this. I've been, I've got a pizza the other day, and um, we get pizza every Friday night. It's a little tradition in our house. I got Papa John's. They do stuffed crust. It just got me thinking. Wait, I saw a Pizza Hut commercial with the dude Daryl from The Office. He was eating the pizza the wrong way, uh, and it was stuffed crust. Uh-huh. And now you're telling me Little Caesars has stuffed crust. Who was the originator of this stuffed crust? First it's of all, it's 100 Pizza Hut. Okay, did they lose their patent or something? Because now <laughs> everyone is doing stuffed crust. I'm pretty sure it wasn't a patent, but I, I mean, if you're just being honest, you you cannot out Pizza the Hut. They're just the best. No, Pizza Hut is my least favorite. I don't like the sauce. Cut it. Cut the light. Stop <laughs> recording. I'm out of here. I'm leaving. Okay, you know who doesn't do a stuffed crust? Domino's. Domino's. Right? Yeah. I don't mind Domino's. They have this new one. It's um, it's a pan pizza, and it comes in a black box, not the normal white, and it's like special edition, but it's all like pan-crusted pizza. It's probably my favorite. It's delicious. You know, I would. I was getting Domino's because we moved to an area that had a Domino's like right down the street, and Pizza Hut was further away, so we're just like, let's just settle for Domino's. And for years, we just ate Domino's. And then I got Pizza Hut one day, and I was like, this is so incredibly better than Domino's. <laughs> why do why have I ever considered eating another pizza? I don't know. I, and for the last year, I, I only eat pizza. I'm like a Pizza Hut snob. They, they came out with a new pizza recently called a Detroit style. Did mm. you have you tried that at Pizza Hut? I've seen it. That's freaking delicious. I don't get anything but stuffed crust. <laughs> Dude, try it. It's squared. And it, they put this. They basically make it. It's kind of thicker piece, and uh, they put they build the whole thing and then put sauce on the top. Oh gosh! Oh yeah, yeah. No, I've Dude, seen that. It is freaking good. All right, you got to try it. I put it on the to do list. All right. All that to say is, I'm doing pretty good, man. Mm. I'm, I feel pretty good today. Sounds good. You on the other hand, yeah, no, it's grumpy grumpertons over here. I don't know what my deal is. You drink- woke up zero energy this morning. Weekend took it out of me. What you do this weekend? so many things All so many things having to do with things. a one-year-old yeah you're one-year-old man it's crazy me and melissa were, couldn't believe that he's by the way I got, I got a gift for you nonetheless i'll tell you that 10 times when i see you before i actually give it to you <laughs> yeah but, when you uh, have a one-year-old it's just like all of your energy he's he's gotten to the point where he no longer cries about things he whines about things and that just that just sucks it all out of me whiny one-year-old yep he's he's a, he's a toddler now I can't what, believe he's one, dude. What is the threshold between baby and toddler? I So funny, again, funny you mentioned that. Melissa, we, our daughter is three and a half, right? And I called her a toddler the other day. And Melissa goes, no, she's not. She's just kid now. I'm like, what? Child? Like, like what's the... Th- I have no idea. I thought until they're in like elementary school, five, that they're toddlers. Toddlers. So there's like... Look up the, you know what? I'm saying right now we gotta let's just figure out a definition. Let's let's list all the attributes and see what category we fall into. Okay, well zero to three is like infant. Zero to three months. Months. Sorry, oh, zero zero okay, to okay. three months. I'm thinking is infant because but they do isn't nothing. Isn't that newborn? There we go. That's newborn. the category. That's newborn. Okay, newborn category. Zero to three months. So then three to it's, six so it's just months. Time. Just time is the determining factor. No, there's probably some other things. There's probably like first of all. <laughs> This is such like a dad conversation right now. But this, what, you're listening to the can of spam. Yeah, what do you expect? This is what you get. Okay, there's some of the other attributes would probably be what they eat and how long they go in between their naps, maybe, and if they can be on their tummy and sit up, I guess. Three months. My, I don't think my son did any of that. Then my, he w- my, my son was probably at three months. I don't know. Actually, well, we got lucky with him. He slept through the night at 
at two and a half months. Okay, that, that's pretty good. But that's- other than that, like he couldn't sit up. He couldn't like he didn't sit up till yeah. Maybe sitting up while. isn't until like eight months. I don't know if it was eight months. But it, was, it was a while. When could he be on his tummy? What tummy time they call it? They say start that as soon as he's born. Gotta, I don't know. Gotta Dude, get I, them pics, man. So, Ripped like Rambo <laughs> so, babies. So wait, what are you saying is newborn stage, like months wise? Zero to six months? Well, I, I guess I guess it's a little fair for me because I'm I, I've been in that phase more recently. So yeah, maybe that's what you're, I'm saying. You're you're like right in the mix. Yeah, of yeah. This. So maybe you're just like like there's stuff that I don't remember too. But I remember thinking, man, if I have to hold his head up, you know. You know, you know that fragility stage where you have to like make sure their head doesn't fall back and you always support the head and the neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if he's if I don't have to worry about that, then it's not a newborn anymore for me. But I don't know what else that entails. It's like when you can pick him up by the shirt and not have to worry about anything or the legs, one leg. Yeah, one leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just drop him in the crib. Huh? Don't do that. When people? <laughs> when when do they get out of that stage of their neck is going to break when you breathe on them? <laughs> like w- like when does that transition? Well, I don't know. That's why I don't think it, I feel like every baby is different and they progress through it differently. But I remember for me, the moment I didn't have to, like, I didn't feel like his neck was just going to fall off, head going to fall off. Then I was like, okay, he's, he's not a newborn anymore. I'm, so I'm, for, look, I'm looking this up a little bit. You keep going. <laughs> so for me, I think, I think newborn is when you don't have to support their head anymore. If they can at least hold their head up, it's, it's an infant now. You've graduated from newborn to infant. Dude, we were way off. I'm Googling it right now. We well, were you can't de- do that. We're defining it right now. We're going to tell Google what's happening. All right, I won't look. I, won't look. <laughs> I don't agree with what I looked up necessarily, but... Um, hmm. Now, nah, what did it say? What did right, it say right, you want to know what it says? Yeah, because now I'm like, oh, I know what it says. I don't know. So it says different milestones characterize each stage. Zero to 12 month is infant, which is crazy. 12 to 36 months is toddler and then once they get out of the toddler it's preschool and then school age stages so zero so it's trying to tell me literally just time yeah Uh, how's it gonna say that zero to 12 months is an infant when there's a drastic difference between a one-year-old and a one-day-old yeah but also i think the progression of kids is just like way different across the board you know yeah some kids can walk at nine months some kids don't walk till 14 months or whatever. I don't know. Some- does James walk around now? How's he? Yeah. Do- he can walk now. He's hobbling on, around. On his own or? Yeah. And does he go for a while? Or does yeah, he kind yeah. of walk he, five steps like, and fall? You let him loose at the park and it's like. Oh, he's a savage. Yeah, if I just sit there, he's going to be gone. Huh. It's a good age. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the, the amount of. um, What are, how do you say? This sounds awful. The. The amount of focus and effort you have to put in watching a young kid is vast. It's a lot. It's, you can't take your eyes off of them. Oh, yeah. You, I mean, if you don't have enough RAM from the store, <laughs> you're going to max out and overheat. Dude, dude, that's and exact, that's when you snap. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. It's because you like turn away to put a shirt on and they're in the trash can upside down. And it's yeah. like, what the heck? You know what I mean? Like the littlest the one second. To us, oh, I turned away for one second, is a day for them. They could do everything. The amount of efficiency they have as soon as you turn your back is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, my son was like climbing onto the couch and like cannonballing off of it. <laughs> I like went to throw something in the sink. He's just dive bombing off of You guys of have a sweet like, um, like, like a play pen for him that he goes in though and goes to town. Still too small. Oh, it's still he too small. It. 
Oh, because, put him down and immediately search crying. Because you, you, he wants free reign of the whole house, of course. He wants free reign of the entire planet. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's insane. We should have started, like, he's, he's been, he's grown accustomed to that playpen. Mm. So we should have started with, like, a cardboard box. Yeah, like. <laughs> that like, should have been his first yeah, playpen. Yeah, like an Amazon, uh, what is it, a flat rate box. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, me- small flat rate and then medium flat rate. Yeah. And then once he hits slowly you know, upgrade, then he'll be appreciative. But now he's just like, this thing's too small. And I'm like, I'm sorry, our condo can't get any bigger. Right. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you got to get a job, bro. If you want a bigger place. This is the Sims. I can't just bust down the wall. <laughs> oh, the Sims. That's a good reference. <laughs> That's been a minute. But I think, I think when he started to walk, then I started to consider him a toddler. Yeah, I would. I totally agree with that. And then I think when they eat a little more too. Yeah. Like when they're not just eating like milk. Yeah, maybe there's like, two qualifications. Maybe like he eats solid food and can walk around or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty solid. I would say adult is when he can wipe himself. That's adult, adult stage. So that's like 15, <laughs> 16 or something. Wipe himself. Yeah. So what are you telling us something about yourself or I wipe myself with the bidet. Well, I've 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 regressed <laughs> in wiping ever since yeah, I got the you've bidet. You've been You've become sophisticated. I have. Oh, yes. I put my pinky in the air when I wipe now. It's just like pinky in the air. You mean dab. With a wipe. It's yeah, not really a wipe. That's it's right. more just like, I'm going to dry myself off. I think, hey, dude, I think some bidets have blow dryers. Whoa. Yeah, to air you out. Like a reverse fart. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> all right, oh, all right. Let's, let's get out of here and let's jump into this a fun the topic. the longest intro I've ever heard. All right. What, what is it? It's, we're going to jump into a. Oh, here's our little. Um, let me tell everyone what we're going to be talking about today. We have a what would you do if segment, which will be pretty fun. We also have a kind of a what would you change segment, I guess you could call it. And then uh, we also have some life advice we're going to, and pun intended, throw at you a little uh, later. So let's jump into it. And what do I do then, Buzz, huh? You tell me. All right. This is our what would you do if. So first on our list, we have a very, very important question here. You want to pose it to the... Uh, spammers this is good and I'm, I'm excited you do well running with these like uh hypothetical situations mm. I, I it takes me a minute to get in the game is mm. all that to say but here's here's the scenario we put you in kavika me Ooh. you or our listener but you specifically you okay so here, here's the scenario you got a girl that you're interested in Ooh. you guys are like dating ish maybe you've been on one date or or maybe two dates so it's not like your girlfriend but like kids say, no, you're talking. Ooh. Oh, we're we're talking. We're eight uh, months mm. in and we're talking. Anyway, we've talked about it before. <laughs> so you, you guys are talking and, you know, you've maybe been on one or two dates. So you're going to now pick her up for another date. And we're going to say this is a not a dinner date necessarily. Mm-hmm. This is like a early. It's around five o'clock. It's a lunch date. Yeah. It's we're like a friends. late lunch. You're going to whatever. So you go over to her house. And you poorly have poorly planned out your bodily function. Um, Let's just leave it at that. I think we get it. <laughs> yeah, you, you poorly plan this. You show up to her house, and what I like to call the poop monster is knocking at the door. Whoa! And you got to drop a bomb. I mean, you got to let one loose. I don't even know what you ate, but maybe you had a cup of coffee trying to wake you up for the date, and you know it's a diuretic. So you're oh now you got to let one loose, and. You're, you call up your girlfriend that you're talking to. Not mm. girlfriend yet. Your talker. My, my listener. Your listener. There it is. I like it. And you just are like, hey, can I use your bathroom real quick before we head out? So 
You oh, go- so this is this is I've already committed to walking up to the door and saying I got it. Oh, I got to do well, some business. Well, maybe you shot her a text on the way there or something like, "Hey, when I get there, can I use your bathroom?" Oh, see, okay, this is this is where I'm thinking like, "Oh my gosh, I would almost rather show up late and go destroy Taco Bell." <laughs> That's why. Then come over. But okay, this is why that, okay. that would be the smart play. <laughs> this is the is, life advice: is to show up late. That's that's the advice. But too bad you didn't think of that. Oh god, because you got it. You the amount of pr- the back pressure is is causing me to lose brain function. Yeah, I it's get like it. poop, I get it. poop brain. So poop what happens brain. is you. She says, "Okay, you go in there and you're trying to hurry because you don't want to be in there thirty minutes because." It's embar- even 10 minutes. She knows what's going on. Uh-huh. And you're not super comfortable yet to where you can just tell her, I really have to poop. Let me in. You're just like, can I use your restroom? Okay. Well, how, what are you leaving that's up to me? <laughs> You've I'm made get- so many decisions for me already. Oh, no, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. When you poop, you leave a huge skid mark oh, in the toilet. I mean, okay. and you can't get rid of it. You don't know where any of their utensils are to clean up. Goodness. So you have the biggest brown skid in the toilet. Now I want to know, what would you do? And I'll let I'll, it's, the door is open. What would you do differently than the scenario I described to you? You've sort of painted me into this corner. Oh, I you painted on paint. You painted all right. <laughs> um, you know. Oh God, I don't know if I want to say this out loud to the to the spammers, but <laughs> the first thing that does come to mind is, dude, I'm just reaching down there, and I'm gonna Ooh. I'm gonna get my fingers dirty. You're gonna start scrubbing with your nail. Yeah, I don't, I don't see any other recourse. I can't. I'm not gonna go look for her three thousand dollar loofah that her grandmother gave her. See, I, I've been thinking about that movie too in this scenario for sure. <laughs> I, I've already seen that play out, and it didn't end good. Well, let's reverse engineer it a little bit. You can. Why don't we just start? You're in the car, headed over, and you got to poop really bad. All right. Well, okay. That, I guess. I guess let's give let's give the listener a few ways out. A few and ways. One. Out. I think choose, I this think is I, a choose your own adventure. <laughs> one of those goosebump books. Uh, okay. Okay, number one way out. I guess you could call. I would call her and say, you know, what? I'm I'm running a bit, a little bit late. There's some traffic. Mm. Ah, but then you get into the habit of lying. It's true. <laughs> this is true, and she she will find out the story. I'm assuming at some point. Yes, this is true. You know, you know what the funny thing is though. Me and you are a little bit unique in in that there is going to be a point where neither of us is going to care what what she thinks. There's no shame. We yeah. have zero shame. Yeah. This situation comes along, and we're just coming up straight up and being like, you know what? I got to take a dump. That's it. I'm, I really feel like that. I don't. I could know you for a minute or a hundred years, and if I really got to poop, here's what here's what I'm gonna do. Here's how you anything you ever want to get out of scenario. You just say, um, "Hey man, this is gonna sound really strange for a second, and you're gonna want to say no, and that automatically disarms the stranger because then they're gonna say, "You don't know me. I'm not gonna say no." Well, may I? Drop a deuce in your bathroom because I have to go so bad, and they're gonna let you in because you've already set up mm. the situation. Set the expectations, yeah. But as far as girlfriend first date, under promise, over deliver. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But girlfriend, maybe first date. I'm just gonna show up to the house and say, "Look, I- I'm sorry, I gotta go so bad. Can I use your bathroom? I'm really sorry." And then you just figure it out from there. When you get back, if she's not there, you know, there's your answer. All right. Well, so okay, we've established one thing is that I have no, I have no problem going in there with the hand and rubbing the skid mark off. I see. I think there's a but, better option that, that you, have, you haven't even exhausted. Can, can we look through a cabinet? Like, like, I, mean, I mean, there's not a lot that I'm going to feel comfortable. That's not mine that I know is hers that I'm going to stick in the toilet and uh, 
start to scrub some poop no, off. No, no, no. I mean, have you thought, just look for the toilet brush. That's oh. a good, like, Ooh. first. Ooh. That There's, seems so obvious. Do, okay, do you Seems have, like a trap. Do you have a toilet brush next to your toilet? If I'm over there. Depends which toilet. Guest bathroom, no toilet brush. There's a lot of baby stuff. Maybe you should. The guest. That's a good. That's a, You just buy another. Just buy another uh, toilet brush. So this is a lesson for everybody that has a guest bathroom is make sure both bathrooms have a toilet brush because you never know who's going to leave a skid mark. And a plunger. How's this? My wife, God bless her. She doesn't like leaving the plunger in the bathroom. It's in the closet in like a, a bag or something. So if I clog the toilet, it's not there because she thinks it's like embarrassing or tacky to have a plunger just like either under your sink because our, our sink is a little, it's not super tall to where the plunger can sit in. It's got to like lean and all whatever. So she, I guess she thinks it's tacky to like have the plunger next to the toilet. So now I'm a guest at your house and I have a plunger necessary situation. You got to ask me. I, You'd have I, to I, ask I can't me. just discreetly go use the plunger. I'm no. coming out. I'm sticking my head out. I'm like. Do you have a plunger? Okay. And you're like, why? Let me ask you this. What is the comfort level that you have to be with someone where you leave it? I leave it? <laughs> you oh clog boy. it, you try the flush, and you leave it. Like, like <laughs> how, have, one, have you done that? Uh, In public restroom, no qualm. You'll oh, definitely leave it. You can yeah. care less. It, that, that's almost preferred. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not trying to plunger a public restroom. If there's any sure. janitors listening to this, I'm so sorry, but I've destroyed some public restrooms. But if I have to go in, in a public restroom, I'm the kind of guy like, I don't poop anywhere. But yeah. if I'm in a situation where I got to go in a public restroom, it is not good. It's a bad situation. Oh, yeah. And yeah, there's no, there's it's straight to 10. So whatever janitors have to clean up after me um, is... Making them work for their money, put it that way. <laughs> yeah, you you basically Which is not much. The worst is when you when you're like at a, either a restaurant. I I, be, I poop everywhere. I don't care. What, what, I don't what care, if I did this? What if I just left a tip on the no, the, the nah. next person going is going to grab it? That's no, true. The the best and the worst <laughs> thing ever is when you clog a like a. Let's say you're at a nice restaurant, you use the bathroom, you clog it, you come back out. I sit down and look at my wife, and I'm like, Whew. you know, I give her the look of like, yeah. And then you you watch around the restaurant to see the next person that goes in. Just to catch the reaction when they come out. The victim. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's We've sick. identified our next victim. It's sickening, but it's so enjoyable. And especially when they sit down and you see them just like talking fast to whoever they're with. You're like, they, they know they're no saying. Idea what I just experienced. Yeah. And if they know, it was, I'll, sometimes I'll make eye contact like, I couldn't believe it. You know, like, like I encountered the same thing. Like, yeah, can you believe that? Like whoever was in there. That's how you cover your tracks. Well, here's another, I guess that's another uh, piece of life advice is if, if you do have to use the bathroom, you, you want to be, or if you know you're going to have to use the bathroom, there's not a lot of ways to, to really foreshadow that. But if you know you're going to have to use the bathroom, you, you better keep an eye on the people going in and out of the bathroom before you, because if somebody comes out with big eyes, you might have to go next door. Oh, a hundred percent. Cause that's not going to be a good situation. We, I think we talked about this once. Have you seen those plastic things you put over the toilet? And you plunger it down. Oh, God. What was it called? I forget the name of it. But it's like a Russian thing. We, we talked about it on the podcast. I don't remember what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. But that, I guess you could keep one of those in your purse or something. I don't know. That would be a... Uh, oh, okay. So you're at the girlfriend's house. <laughs> We've totally, you, totally gone on. You just took a dump and there's a huge skid mark. And she's not uh, even your girlfriend yet. And we're trying to figure out what do we do. Well, best case scenario, you should just delay going and poop before you get there. 
But now you're already in the bathroom. Apparently, you went right to. You're going in with your fingernail and scraping this kid mark off. I don't, I, I don't know why they just felt so normal. I guess uh, I'm because because I can go in there and what if I do that? Everything that she has in the bathroom, I don't know if she's. I don't know her that well yet. I don't know if she's OCD. She can be like, I didn't put that there. She's gonna end up asking me about it later. Then I gotta scramble for some crazy story. <laughs> you I'd don't rather have just lot. deal with whatever I have on my person. <laughs> All of the. <laughs> All your advice is to figure a way to lie out of it. That's right. <laughs> what, wait, what about this, though? Here, here's what I think I would do. I would look for something to clean it, like a brush or something. I mean, that's the easy. Maybe I would take toilet paper, clean, and try and wipe it real quick if I could. Toilet and paper if, at the bottom yeah, of the bowl. because you flush fast, and you, there's a window to get in there before it fills oh, back boy. up with water. You might as well just wipe it with your fingers, uh-huh. man. And then the Toilet la- paper is zero protection. Look, here's the last option. You just leave it. You, you go on the date. She doesn't know for hours that it's happened. She has no idea, right? If she lives by herself, she'll come back and know because, you know, who uh-huh. used it. If she lives with other people, she'll just think someone else did it. All right. So that's a stipulation we can throw in there. If she lives with other people. Leave it. And this is the public bathroom that everybody uses. Just leave it. There's no issues. But if she lives by herself, there's not a yeah. lot. Of- so if she lives by herself, you give her one heck of a date. You like you make this date that you're going on with her just fantastic. That way, when she's going home, either there's a chance it's dark, she goes and poops herself without seeing beforehand. Okay, there's that option. Or that's that's, that's written on snake eyes. It's risky. (laughs) (laughs) Or what you do is um, she knows it's you, and then you just maybe never say anything about it, and then at some point if it comes up again. She's not really caring because what a great date she had. No, every single one of her friends will know that you left a skid mark in her toilet. <laughs> you may, what if she puts you in her phone as skid mark? That's exactly and what's going to happen. And then she doesn't answer. That's, that's what's going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> or you just drop her off. You kiss her goodbye. And the second she walks in the door, I left a skid mark in your toilet. <laughs> yeah, and, and you just, just drive away. Peel out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not, and then you change her name to skid mark. Mm. Have you ever um, gone in a public restroom and told like the manager, someone of the like, "Hey, it's clogged in there." I just wanted to let you know. Oh my god! Have you ever done that? Like, like, hey, I, j- I know this is awkward. I just, I don't know what to do. I just want to let you know that thing is freaking clogged. No, I, I don't think if it's not at my house or somebody I know, I think I've done that. Just I'm like walking out and I'll just grab a waiter or someone and be like, "Oh, hey, by the way, I don't know what something. I went in there to pee and it's clogged like a beast." Even if it wasn't me. I'll, I'll just kind of let someone know. I care about people. And I also want to be sitting I at my table. And I want to see who they send in to clean it. I want to see who the low man on the totem pole is. You know what I mean? I want to see who dealt this, who, who drew this card. You're just trying to lay out the card so you can see the social hierarchy of wherever the heck you are. It's fun. As the customer, it's you're fun. right up on top. That's right. All right. Have we exhausted this? We've exhausted it. But it's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's very funny. I think we should jump into this next. This, this one is not poop related, guys. It shouldn't be. They're going to be like, what are we going to listen to now? I know. I I'm thinking about changing the name of this podcast to the can of poop. Please just save us. <laughs> save right. us right now. Let's jump into the let's jump into the next one. Okay. So this is topic two. Oh, this is. Still, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Why don't you. Uh... Okay. Moving on. We got a second topic in our what would you do if segment. And this one is uh, it's a little bit more practical. It's a little bit more uh, timely, I guess. Relevant. What would you change if you knew that everything that happened with COVID was going to happen? Mm. So 
let me just paint the picture, I guess. We're sitting here. It's uh, it's Christmas. Mm. It's a good time of the year. Lovely. 2018. COVID is about to hit in about three or four months in the U.S. If you knew that that was going to happen, what would you change or what would you do to preemptively prepare yourself for that season? That's a, this is a really good question. I think the very first thing, I think I, I waited, I, I did this actually, but I waited too long to do it. I wish I would have got it sooner. I would have upgraded my computer sooner. Oh. Yeah, like I had to work from home a lot and ah. I don't have the fastest like laptop. Mm-hmm. So then maybe like six months ago, I got like a new, I got a new Mac mini, but I should have got it way sooner because ah. I kept delaying it thinking, uh, eventually I'm not going to need it, not going to need it. And then it just, COVID went on forever. Mm-hmm. So then we finally got it, but I'm not nearly using it as much as I would have previously. That's a good one. I mean, that's very practical. My computer is pretty, pretty, uh, it's like midlife, like half life right now. So I don't know that I would have changed anything technology wise. I may, I don't know. Now you got me thinking like, should I've got, we got a new uh, TV last year during Christmas. Maybe we would have gotten that earlier, but to be honest, like I'm having a hard time thinking of anything that would made my life better with COVID that I didn't have, that I couldn't just go out and change, you know, emotionally, maybe, mm. Maybe if I just knew that COVID would last this long, a vaccine like would come out eventually and be fine. Maybe that would you know ease up on some of the emotional pressure. Yeah. Because if I think of right, right around you know June July, everybody nobody knew what COVID was at the time. Everybody thinks like, yeah, I'm gonna die if I get COVID. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I, I think maybe I would have been a little bit less stressed out about. Um, and this is this is obviously not putting any like making light of anybody that has had some sort of severe or even death. Oh yeah, from from COVID. But I mean, you can do the research now, and it's pretty like everybody knows that it's a pretty low chance of something severe happening. And we have the vaccine, so let's not get into that. But you know, yeah, I, th- I think I would just feel a little bit less like the world is ending. It, it was hard knowing what information was correct. It, that just is hard anyway, yeah, yeah. and I think it made it more difficult too i wasn't sure where it's really to go to get like really solid information because no one knew mm-hmm. if that makes sense everybody was kind of guessing because it was so new yeah yeah i think um i think i would have invested in more things that would let me stay connected with my friends more um like i i know a lot of people that did a lot of zoom stuff and i just didn't i mean it was partly because like I didn't really have set up for it. And then, you know, we're in this life phase where everybody's very, very busy, even when they're not at work, you know, just schedule wise, it's, it's oh, hard yeah. to schedule a bunch of people. So, yeah. Um, but I think I would have just told myself, you know, invest a little bit more, even emotionally, like just connect with people, even though you don't feel like it. Yeah. It, it'll really help. That's solid. Actually. I did a lot of zoom. I was one of those, like I mm-hmm. upgraded, got the main zoom membership, my yeah. other job as well. I was on zoom an ungodly amount of time. I still use it even to this day often for different meetings and things like that. Um, yeah. What, that's, it's just a good question to think back. What would I have changed or done differently? And I mean, per, I'll just say personally, like me and Melissa, we didn't get COVID. Right. right? So like, I'm not answering the question from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. There's probably some people that got it and struggled with it for sure. And they would probably say, have a totally different yeah, they, perspective they, on this. They would have been like, Oh, I shouldn't have went out to that thing. Maybe I would have been a little more distant to people. And I think, you know, we did a pretty good job of doing that, like of, of really trying to not go to large crowds. And so especially early on, because I had no idea right. at all. And you know, you know what probably 
on our side a little. We had kids. You're like, ra- you raised a kid oh, yeah. Jordan, in the middle of it all. We found out Jordan was pregnant two months before COVID like, hit. Yeah, uh, so even more so, right? You just were like nervous. Like, oh my, I don't want my kid to get it. Like, I don't want Jordan to get mm-hmm. it. Like, so you're coming from that sort of angle as well. Yeah, but it's it's so easy to to, you know, hindsight and say like, oh, I would have been more relaxed, but would I have been? You yeah. Because yeah. like, especially me with Jordan being pregnant and she's high risk. I don't know that I, that's, that's a hard one. Yeah. It's it, easy to say you would have been more lax yeah, because, because I know I wasn't going to get it at that point, but, but you didn't know if I wasn't as, you know, stressed out and, and neurotic about it, maybe I would have gotten it. Yeah. And something bad could have happened. I think what was frustrating about the COVID stuff is if I was around someone that then, or, or a friend of a friend that then got it, I was kind of then freaking out a little like, wait, I was sort of near them. Or did they sneeze when I was like, you're just replaying all those interactions in your head constantly. And then you get like the, in your head, like my throat feels a little funny or can, can I smell? And don't worry, I can smell, you know, I, I you know, I, I was, I was ripping them like crazy just to make Melissa for sure know that she had her smell still. <laughs> um, yeah, I think there's a lot of practical stuff I would change. It was like hard to get toilet paper for a little bit, at least here. There was a yeah, but did anybody actually run out of toilet paper? I was close, and I have a bidet, and I was close. Thankfully, my we tried to get it a few times. It kept being we didn't we weren't like trying to get it right. We were just normal routine. Go to the store if they had it, and it just so happened they kept not having it when we right. went. Thankfully, a friend snagged two um, and gave me one. Mm. So then that just lasted the scare of the toilet paper. But, but I think, like you said, I don't know if it really was a scare. It's just the everyone bought it. Toilet paper scare of 2020, 2021. Yeah. But I still wouldn't have bought. How do you people that, first of all, when you live in a condo or an apartment and stuff, Costco is the enemy. I can't store 700 rolls. I don't have room. Oh yeah. No, that, we're constantly dealing with that. And our condo is infamously or like it's famously has no storage. Oh space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's no cupboards that are built in. It's like, and even the the closets, there's racks in them that are like drilled into the wall, so you can't really rearrange it to make it useful for anything else. Yeah, you're stuck with the layout they gave you, yeah. and there's really not much to change it. You can't like build a built-in or yeah, something exactly. like that. Everything's built in, so yeah. yeah it's, and it's then if you, even if you wanted to add like a shelf or a cabinet, it's like all the space is sort of accounted for still. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where do you even put that? Yeah. And then our balcony is like, oh, maybe I could get like a, a some sort of bin that I could put on the balcony. Nope. Building regulations, you can't have anything on your balcony. That's infuriate. You can't even be on the balcony. I'm not yeah, even allowed to stand. you if you're on the balcony. <laughs> yeah, lasers come out everywhere as soon as I stick my head out. Yeah, that yeah. is infuriating about Literally, your balcony. It's, it's so frustrating because the people that are on the inside of the building, like at the back of the building that's facing the parking lot, there's no view, obviously, and nobody can see. And they, they you look out, out of the parking lot, and they got just everything. They got trees growing out of their balcony. They got clothes hanging from it. They got children playing and living stuff on it. On. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's like a whole nother room. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're there with like a, we literally like, it's just dirt. There's dirt gathering on our balcony on the eighth floor. And every once in a while, I go up and sweep it up because I don't want to get fined. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because your guys' balcony is, you can see it from the road. Yeah. Like, I mean, when I drive by, I'm like, there, there's this place. Yep. Right on the corner. Yeah. But anyway, uh, what are we talking about? COVID. Yeah. What else would you change? I don't know. That's a hard one. I think you said relationally, you would have leaned in probably a little more. You said I would have just not been so lazy about it. 
Yeah, I think I think emotionally I would have been better off. It, it it's easy to just strong arm everyone and not interact. Basically, it's just an easier yeah. thing to do. But he, but then psychologically, you then feel lonely. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think I just would have got a new computer. <laughs> You know what, though? On a lot of the Zoom calls that I was on, I was able to, like, play video... Like, my one job, I would just play video games the whole time with no camera on and on mute. So I beat quite a few video games. That was pretty sweet. It's pretty good. Yeah, I I, I mean, I'm a videographer, so I, I don't have a schedule. I don't have to check in with anybody. But work definitely dried up. So I probably would have... I probably should have spent more time developing the stuff in my professional life that I probably didn't have time to when I'm busy actually shooting. So yeah, but probably then ag- less productive. But then again, you had a child. So, I mean, that wrenched your whole situation as well. Yeah, but not so, till yeah, but even, eight like, months in. I guess what I'm saying, even if you COVID didn't happen, right? Having the kid was going to change your life. Oh, right? Yeah. It was going to change up just like schedules and like things you were doing. It, yeah, it's hard for me to... to Isolates certain parts of their lives with others, certain parts. Compartmentalize. Compartmentalize. That's ah. the word. That's a good word. It's hard for me to compartmentalize what was COVID related and what was baby related. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. And Jordan was working from home too. Yeah. Which that was wait. You never expected that, right? Not thankfully, but my wife had to go into work. She worked at the hospital. Mm-hmm. So there, she never, I think that's one thing that frustrated her. All these people are out of work and they're going to the beach. They're like going out for a run, complaining that they don't, you know, that they're whatever. And she's never had any time off. Like she didn't experience like a COVID time off. It just was even busier and crazier and more regulations and stuff at work for her. So she was frustrated for sure about that. But I don't know what I would have changed. It's kind of, I'm kind of embarrassed that I can't think of too much. Well, great job bringing up that topic on a podcast. Frick, dude. <laughs> Nobody yeah. knows. Well, I would do new computer. You know, I, I kept saying, oh, I'm going to uh, work out more, or I'm going to learn a language, mm. or I'm going to write a book, or I'm going to finish this TV series. You could probably guess which one got accomplished, <laughs> you know, out of all those. Uh, all right. Well, if any of the spammers are out there and they have a really good answer to, or if they had a special situation that they could have, you know, made better or improved of knowing about COVID beforehand. Write into us at, uh, you know, Canaspan Pod at Twitter and let us know. Let me know. Meanwhile, let's move on. I see you have found a sacred peach tree of heavenly wisdom. All right, this is our life advice segment. And uh, this is a little bit of an awkward situation we have written in here. Um, the situation we have is uh, it's axe throwing. Well, you can really throw this in into any situation. So you have... You know, you have a lot of coworkers and you guys have a, a healthy work environment. You think things seem well. Yeah. It's a weekend. You go out, you're with, you're with a few of your personal friends and you get to the ax throwing place and turns out every single one of your coworkers <laughs> is at a party ax throwing, but you did not get invited. What is going on here? How do you handle this situation, Nick? Dude, this is, this is a really rough one. What would I do? I show up to go throw axes with a friend of mine or two friends that are not that I don't work with, and I see that there's a huge work. Okay, let me ask you a question. It's a huge work party. Is this a work party and corporate, quote unquote, didn't invite me, or is this just my friends planned something? Because basically, I mean, it looks like I'm fired, or is it just my friends don't like me and I didn't get invited to just their thing that they planned? Well, I think it's much less that corporate planned it and then just didn't include you. I was okay. like, by the way, you're fired. <laughs> like, don't come in on Monday. Yeah. You know, okay. 
Here's what I think I personally would do, but I think I'm different. I'm strange and weird than a lot of people. If I, I would be hurt mm-hmm. just straight up. Oh, I, yeah. I would be definitely offended and hurt that I thought I had good relationships with these people <laughs> and I don't because they didn't invite me. And I would want to know why did, what did I do? Like, why didn't they, did they finally catch on about how weird I am and then just don't invite me or like what? So here's what I would do. So you're though. diving into it right away. What is the, what's wrong I with would, me? Here's what I think I would do. And this is where it's non-confrontational. I'd walk over and say hello and act like no big deal. I wouldn't be like, why didn't you invite me? You son of a gun. I would just be like, Hey, what's up guys? Good to see you. That's crazy. You're here too with everyone from work. And, and I'm not here. What if you walk through the door and every single one of your coworkers is turning to each other like, Oh crap, Nick's here. Yeah, dude, I, I just would feel, I would, I'm so sensitive. I would be hurt. I just would be, feel really hurt, but I wouldn't know how to like fix it. And the only thing I could think of is to embarrass myself even more by just going over and making like everything's great and saying hello. I think you quit. <laughs> quit to my job, you think? Yes, quit your job. That's Done. a really good idea, actually. <laughs> do, do you think you should confront and say, hey, you mother just, truckers. Just walk up to the entire party and say, I quit and leave. Yeah, I would take their axes. And murder oh, them. Oh, maybe that's why he's at an accident. There's something bad happened to this person that. What if you get the lane right next to them? So you're part of the party, but not. No, then you're silently and and like without having a formally agreed, you're competing with that side. You're competing mm. with your coworkers, with your actual friends. Would you leave? I would consider, you know, and I would also consider leaving. I feel like if my wife was with me, she'd be like, dude, let's go. Like, we yeah. don't have to do this. Let's just yeah. leave. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I definitely think that that would be an option. It's yeah. almost it's almost more embarrassing. Like he's he's staying. He's not even leaving. He doesn't catch the hint. Well, well, I think another question is, what do you do on Monday? Oh yeah, when you, well, like you said, if you don't quit, what do you then do? I, you know, I guess you just you don't you don't talk to anyone anymore. You just, just have no friends. No friends because I didn't anyway. Well, you might as well put in your two weeks. Is it worse being a friend with someone and not knowing that they don't like you, or you don't even talk to them at all? Like, well, like, which is worse, having no friends or having fake friends? Ah, uh, this, this is, this is a deep psychological question. I think we stumbled into, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that, uh, would say ignorance is bliss it, and just it, screw it, it. I'm enjoying this friendship. And if they don't like it, then whatever, but I'm having, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And it's, then there's like people that, you know, are total introverts and have no problem completely ignoring everybody in the room. Yeah. Hmm. I am not that second one. The, I'm, the I'm introvert, chit chatty, chit chatty. I'm chit chatty. It really depends on the job as well. Like, okay, let's say we work in like an office, like 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 the office, the movie, the, or the TV show, The Office, where mm-hmm. it's sort of like a communal environment that you're working with people. Or, or if I work at like a a job where we're all there but not really interacting with one another. Oh, that makes it easy. You know what I mean? It's that an office. It's definitely easier. an office. Yeah, I'm assuming it's office. It's inner political dynamics that you don't even know. Okay, let me ask you this. Is the boss at this party? No, the boss is not. Ah, that's even worse then. It's even worse that you didn't get invited because then you're just lumped in with the brown noser of the boss. Like, you get what I'm saying? Oh. If the boss isn't there and you're not, now it's like, oh, they must think I'm just a brown noser for the boss, so they didn't invite me because of that. That's mm. some stuff I'd be thinking in my head. Ah, your insecurities are coming out. The insecurities are revealing. Gosh, your your web of thoughts is very uh, telling today. I guess you're just you're like, oh, I'd quit and not go. That's what I would do. I mean, I'd definitely be doing some self examination. 
see my therapist. The, you know, this you is know? this is really sexist to say, and maybe I shouldn't say it, and I just feel like I'm going to get in trouble for this by certain people. Is this more common with women than men? This scenario. Because I feel like men just kind of would be confrontational in that way of just like you wouldn't you kind of know if so, I feel like men don't have as many fake friends. Oh, uh, would you? I don't know. Am I wrong? Should we not talk mm. about this? Huh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like there's something with there's just a lot more on the line in a way. The dynamic of a friendship between women. There's a lot sometimes that goes unsaid. Uh, yeah, there's sort there's of. a reason there's a there's a movie called Mean Girls and not Mean Boys. Right. <laughs> that- <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. And I, I just have, again, not a lot of dudes out there trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> right. So, so anyway, we don't have to go like to the <laughs> intricate details of that. I'm just saying. My gut feels like there's just a difference. That's all. That's all I'm saying. There's some difference there. Let's reel it back into the you know? question before we get murdered by our wives with the axe. If if our wives ask us to go axe throwing like six months from now, we say no. Yeah, no, because that's they're a just trap. They're, yeah, that's a freaking trap. So spidey senses tingling. All right, I think what I would do is I would pro- I'd leave. I'd probably say something to them like, "Hey, what's up, guys?" Da da da, and then. I probably would end up leaving and then I would then the whole weekend I would be ridden with thoughts of should I quit? What should I do next? Mm. Do I really like this job? Is it worth it? Um, and Just then weigh prob- all the pros and cons. Yeah. And then probably end up um, asking for a transfer. Yeah. Can I curveball you one? <gasps> you're now the in the party and your coworker shows up and you didn't invite them. Uh, that- what do you do? Nick, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm glad you made it. You're kind of late, man. What happened? Did you check your spam folder? We emailed everyone. That's exactly what. That's the route I'm going. Instantly celebrating the fact that he's here. The second he's up to throw, I'm like, how the hell did he end up here? Yeah. Talking to all my other friends. Why is he here? Yeah, I can't believe he is axe throwing the same exact time. Maybe he did know. What about Somebody the, accidentally invite this guy? There, there's like a, a an office episode where Michael is not invited to a party at Jim's house, but he shows up anyway. Oh, so and he does what you do, what you said basically of just like, hey, what's up, guys? I'm here for the party, but everyone knows that he wasn't he was invited, purpose, purposely not invited. Yeah, would you do that if you found out a work party was you know there was a work party and you weren't invited? Would you show up anyway? I would pick my least favorite coworker and say. No, they invited me. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They you, told me about you it. Could, I said you guys are going to be here. Or the ho- whoever you know is hosting, you could say, yo, yeah, so-and-so invited me. Yeah. And then the, now the whole rest of the group is like... Oh, created inner drama. That's right. <laughs> Get bodied. <laughs> Slowly tear this social work life apart. Yeah. See, I never have worked in like an office, though, like this. No, like I mean, with this it, kind of setting. Oh, actually, I have at the studio, but... Different, though? Different. Be it, interesting to ask Jordan... Because she, like she's pretty involved in like an office type setting, and, yeah. you know, or Melissa too. Even she's pretty in the professional office. there, though. It's it is, you know, they would just invite even if they didn't want to invite to keep it professional. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm. Mm. That's a tough dude. If you're listening now, just drop something on Twitter, a can of spam pod at Twitter, and just tell us what you would do. 
Which scenario give us some uh, advice because uh, we might run into this situation later. Yeah, no, we won't. We don't have jobs like that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do something by myself and not invite you, and then oh. you're gonna show up and be like, "What?" I mean, you can extrapolate the situations to just like your circle of friends, just two of us. <laughs> uh, you know, come to think of, if you just extrapolate it like that, I can think of a number of times that um, there's been a group of friends that didn't invite somebody, and it was like it just slipped their mind, or they didn't think that they would be available and then they found out and they got upset that they weren't invited yeah i feel like that happens all the time that happens all the time you, you know what happens in, i don't know what happens to me but have you ever like like for example kavika you tell me about oh dude there's this new restaurant we got to try out together whatever we just the alignment doesn't happen for us to go anytime soon so then me and melissa end up going or something do you ever do that there was someone told you about something because they want you to go but then you go without them like a movie it happens all the time with movies I go see a movie with my friends, and then Melissa really wanted to see that, but I already went. I, I, yeah, I think it's worse if you it was your idea. Yeah. Like, you tell me about this awesome restaurant, and then you guys just, our, our schedules just don't line up, and we can't go together, and you guys can't go on, your, on yourself, so we just decide to go without you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty common, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely a situation. On either side, either. Especially with I'm, movies and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sure I've done it, and I'm sure it's been done to me. I'm not, dude, my, my personality though is I don't care. I'm not hurt because I just know life happens and I just have a lot of grace with people. Like if someone did something that they promised they would do with me and they did it with someone else, I don't know. It's okay. What happens if I wanted to invite you to a movie and I told you guys about the movie and then we try to double date, it doesn't work out. We go and see it ourselves and then you guys show up at the same movie. Yeah, that's funny. That would be, <laughs> I would, mm, mm, I don't, in a, you know what, though? Like, huh, what but happened, here, here's what I would say, though. This would be the conversation with Melissa and I. Is if we walk in and you invite us, like, oh, man, no, come sit with us now, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Like, whatever. Like, I would sit with you guys. If you pretended not to notice me and we just sit on our own and we see you and we're like, they don't even know we're here. I can't believe that. We probably would just talk about that. But I, at the end of the day, I would be like, whatever. Like, that's fine. They, they just, like, figured out how to go on their own. It's okay. Like, Stuff happens. I feel like you and I are the wrong people to have this conversation with because we just don't care. I know. Just I'm easygoing. I just yeah. I just feel like that stuff kind of happens. Like I'm not going to confront you and I don't know. I just I would probably ask you later like, bro, I saw you at the movies. Thought we we're going to go to that. Oh, and then you'd probably whatever, say something. Like, whatever. And I would just tell you like, it's all right, man. Like if I'm being 100% honest, when I read about this act storing situation, you walk in and all your coworkers there. I just thought this would be a great story to tell my actual friends. It's just like, it doesn't really, it wouldn't really phase oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. It'd be you a know? funny story of like, dude, guess what? Yeah. I show up and none of my coworkers invited me and I happen to be there and anyway. I'm just like drooling all over all the situations that I can screw with them now because I know that. <laughs> you <laughs> like have, have this little, Yeah, because yeah. now you're, you have hand. You uh, have the upper hand. Court. <laughs> That's exactly right. Because Dave did something that should wreck you. have been around this idea for the longest time and you just exposed them. Yeah, it's like um, burning coals on their head, right? They're that just... That is the life advice, Nick. That's the life advice. You now know that you're on the outside and you can just use that to your advantage in every situation at work. And you do. Yeah. Forever. Until they quit. <laughs> Boom roasted. All right. Well, that is the end of our episode today. Thank you so much for joining us. Follow us at Canaspan Pod on Twitter. We are going to be on YouTube at some point. We have some episodes up in there, but don't worry about that for now. Eventually, we are going to be having a camera set up so that you can see our beautiful faces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we'll say beautiful. 
But anyway, until next time, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be here next week with another fun-filled episode. Riveting. Hopefully another guest, so we'll get someone. Any last words, Nicholas? Have a great day, guys. Thanks for tuning in, always. All right, guys, have a good one. Shoots. Shoots.